to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike, and today I'm going to be going over the Blackhawks goalies from this past season. Now, when this season started, it seemed like we were going to be pushing for something. Signed Seth Jones. Um, we, we also signed uh, Marc-Andre Fleury. And, you know, these were two big signings for the Blackhawks, especially for a team that was said to be, um, you know, kind of rebuilding on, on the fly a bit. Uh, they also got Jake McCabe, who was supposed to help shore up that defensive end. And we all know what happened. So I think that Marc-Andre Fleury came out. He played well a very large majority of the time. He also had some rough games, but that does not that that shouldn't take away from the effort that he put out and for what he brought to the team as a teammate. Um, I thought that he played pretty well, and I thought that he was going to stick around for at least until the end of the season to get traded off, but uh, that was not the case. He went to Minnesota, and he had some success there. I thought that he played pretty well up until, the, um, I would say, until the playoffs. But um, he was supposed to be a piece that was supposed to kind of give us a chance to make the playoffs. And with his play, he did give us that chance to be a winner, um, to be a winner most nights. But, you know, the offense failed him and um, he really couldn't, um, you know, he couldn't keep the, the Hawks into a, you know, two nothing game because the defense was just so terrible. So on top of that, we had Kevin Lankinen, who was supposed to be kind of like a, you know, a new starter in the wings, going to be under, you know, Marc-Andre Fleury's wing, you know, so, so to speak, for the season. That didn't happen. He was supposed to be able to get, you know, a start here and there. He practically didn't get any starts. Marc-Andre Fleury took on a huge, huge workload, and Lankinen was kind of, you know, just just left out there kind of in the breeze. It was finally his turn to, after we traded uh, Mark Andre Fleury, it was finally his time to get in there. And he was cold. Um, he didn't play very well. And to be honest with you, I didn't think that he had a very good opportunity. Now, this is obviously something that is very common with the Blackhawks as of recently. We got Kirby Doc. He was a Great, great prospect coming out. He was badly managed by the Blackhawks with his development. Same thing with Kevin Lankinen. He had a really uh, pretty good start to his season last year. Won the net from uh, Malcolm Subban and Colin Delia. Uh, it could have been because they were so atrocious and he was some, somewhat serviceable that it made him look better than than maybe than what he was. But he, w which much to my surprise, he was not extended. Uh, a contract, uh, a qualifying offer at the end of the season. So he's gone now. Uh, Arvid Soderblom came up from Rockford. He actually looked pretty good. Obviously, he's um, he's not ready for the NHL yet. Young kid, 22 years old. Uh, needs some seasoning down there in Rockford, but he's a big kid. He's able to move around in his crease, and he doesn't seem like he's you know, flopping around um, all, all around the crease. But he seems to be you know, somewhat serviceable. Looks like the Hawks are going to be sticking with him. He's going to be down on Rockford. And um, and we had Colin Delia. You know, Delia had, you know, a lot of opportunities to kind of come up and steal the, steal the crease, you know, I would say over the past two years, two, three years. And it seems like he's just in the elite. Um, he's like just an, an, an elite AHL goalie. I think that he plays really well down there, but when it comes when it's time for him to come up to the NHL, he doesn't play very well. Um, he he just can't make that 
jump up to the to the big leagues. At least that's what it seems like to me. He's going off to Vancouver, and you know we'll see how he does over there. But all in all, considering you know what had happened this season, what what's going on um, there, with the lack of lack of production, lack of development for Lincoln, and what they're what they ended up doing with Mark Andre Fleury, uh, Colin Delia, kind of just you know, kind of just a body being there. And Arbert Soderblom, you know, he's obviously the future in Rockford there. Uh, We've got a Peter Morazic who's going to be playing in that this year. Who knows? Maybe he comes out and has a good season. Maybe he's going to have a terrible season, which is what Kyle Davidson is hoping, so that we could, um, you know, get the best chances we can at Connor Bedard for next offseason. But uh, to be honest with you, I'm not sure how this, um, you know, how the Blackhawks crease is going to look, you know, this coming season. Is Morazic going to be able to stay healthy? Is he going to be able to, say, um, put out, you know, a decent effort? Because, you know, as fans, you know, it's really hard for an organization to tell you, hey, um, we're going to go out there and we're not going to win any games. We're going to tank, but we want you to come in. We want you to spend your money. We want you to buy jerseys. We want you to buy memorabilia and continue to support the team. But we're putting a team out there that is not going to play very well. They can't necessarily just go out there and, and say something like that because, well, um, obviously it's not right. It's pretty hard to tell players that you're signing to play that – essentially that they're not very good and they're only there so that they can tank so they can get somebody better and they can be shipped off later. So that seems to be the plan for the Blackhawks going into next season. Uh, I don't, I don't know how I how I feel about that, but that seems to be the plan. Um, the goalie situation doesn't look any better. We've, we have a lot of young kids playing, going to have a lot of young kids coming up and getting an opportunity with the big club to play. And I think that that's interesting. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. But I don't think we have any goalie prospects that are necessarily ready for the NHL to come up so that we can see it. Like I said, Soderblom did not look ready last season. He did not look like um, he was going to be ready at any time. I think that he's going to need a few seasons of seasoning down there in the AHL to get used to the, you know, the long, the long hockey season. And, um, before he gets a really good shot at making the, you know, making the big leagues. So we'll see about that. But that's where we're at with the, um, with the goalie position. Um, we've gone over all the positions. We're really looking forward to next season in a way where, you know, we're ready for some hockey. It's like that end of summer is kind of approaching and it's hockey season, even though, like I said, I'm not sure what we have to root for this year, but we still have hockey coming. I'm a hockey fan. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a Blackhawks fan. Um, I love watching the Blackhawks. I don't necessarily like watching them lose, but I love watching my team. I stick behind my team no matter what. And uh, I'm, I am excited for the um, for the Indian head to be back on the ice again. So we'll see how that goes. Something that I do want to tell everybody about is... We've got a uh, new sponsor for the podcast, Liquid IV. It's a product that I use, and I use it every single day. Um, I Either before a workout or maybe after a run. So a lot of times I have it in the middle of the day so that I can make sure that I get myself hydrated so that when I run later on in the evening, 
I know that I'm good to go. You need to check out Liquid IV. They have this patented CTT transport system where it's able to feed your body electrolytes and hydrate you faster than what typically water does. Now, I'm not saying that not to go out there and drink water. What I'm saying is that this is a good, this isn't, I want to say it a supplement for water. It's a good additive to your daily routine to help keep you hydrated. It's I don't know about everybody else. Sometimes I have a hard time staying hydrated. This is for everybody. My wife uses it um, to help keep her hydrated. It's I have a hard time just sitting there drinking all the water that I'm supposed to during the day, but this helps out. Um, it's great stuff. They have a lot of flavors like passion fruit, strawberry. Uh, they have a tangerine flavor that gives you immune support. I took this stuff while uh, I had COVID last year. It really helped keep me hydrated and I, I stand behind it 1% as, um, as something that I use. So use our code Chicago Tomahawk. Um, it doesn't matter if it's upper, all uppercase or all lowercase. doesn't matter. Chicago Tomahawk. I'm going to leave a link in the description. And uh, you'll get 15% off um, every order that you that you use underneath our code. Okay? So check out Liquid IV. It's great. I use it all the time. It helps keep you hydrated. Um, my wife uses it. I use it. And... Um, you know, it's it's a great additive to your to your daily nutrition and your daily uh, hydration needs. All right, guys, that's all that I got for you tonight. We'll catch you on the next one. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here. <laughs>